is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And as you listen to God's servant, Reverend Tina Bolanta, we trust that God's word will work wonders in your life. Praise the Lord. Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. We all welcome to church this morning in Jesus' name. Faith works by love. I'm going to be sharing on faith that works by love. Galatians 5 6 says, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but faith working by love. Old King James says, faith which walketh by love. Our faith, if I want to interpret it literally, our faith works by love. Which means if we are not walking in love, our faith is not going to work. Our faith is not going to be functional if we are not working in love. Romans 5, 5 says the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So we all as believers, as children of God, we, we have the love of God on our inside. We have the ability to love even as God loves. We have that ability on our inside, the ability to love the way God loves. We have it as children of God. And what is natural to God is natural to the child of God because we are Hallelujah. Because we are one with our Father, what is natural to God is natural to us as his children. Now, human love basically is dependent on the actions of people or what the person looks like. Human love most of the time is dependent on feelings. I like what you look like. I like how you behave. I like what you do to me. You know, that's basically what the human love is. But the love of God is independent of the action of people, the actions of people. The love of God just loves full stop. It loves whether the person is good or bad. It loves whether the person is nice or not. It just loves because God is love. In First um, John chapter 4, verse 8, the Bible tells us there that, verses 7 and 8 actually, the Bible tells us that God is love. And it's important that we walk in his love because when you're walking in love, you're walking in God. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Which means that if you are not loving, you're not born of God. I did not write the Bible. He that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love. Everyone that is love, that loveth is born of God. If you are walking in love towards other people, it means you're a child of God. That's how people know that you're a child of God. That's what makes you different from other people. That's what makes us different, walking in love towards people, accepting people as they are in their weaknesses. It's important that we know that God loves us if we want our faith to work. Because a knowledge of God's love for you helps your faith to work when you go to God with your prayer request, if you feel God doesn't love you, you'll not be able to receive from him. Because your question, the question in your mind will be, okay, what have I done now? Is God really ready to bless me? Does God care about me enough 
to reach out his hands and bless me? Is God ready to, to visit me in this my situation? So it's important that we know God's love for us and accept that love for us. God's love is unconditional. That's why in Romans 8, 1, it says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God loves us full stop. No matter where we are coming from, no matter what we have done, no matter what we have not done. Because sometimes people feel, I have not been good enough. I have not fasted enough. I have not read my Bible enough. I have not prayed enough. So these things disqualify me from receiving from God. No, it doesn't. It doesn't disqualify you from receiving from God. As a child of God, God loves you and yearns eagerly to bless you. God yearns eagerly to do good for you. God yearns eagerly to bring the best into your life on a daily basis. But you have to believe that you are worth what he has prepared for you. You are the most expensive commodity in this world. And you will be the most expensive commodity in heaven also. Because the blood of Jesus was the currency that paid for you. It wasn't natural, uh, corruptible things like silver and gold. It wasn't any of those things. But it was the blood of God himself that separated you from the pits of hell and brought you into the kingdom of God. If God could pay that price for you, there is nothing you as his child will ask of him that he will not give you. Hallelujah. Which means that even if you feel you've messed up and you go to your father and say, Lord, I'm sorry, forgive me. God will forgive you and he will visit you and he'll turn your circumstances around. Amen. God is love and God loves you as his child. In Deuteronomy 32 verse 10, says he found him in a desert land and in the waste howling wilderness. He led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. You as a child of God, God keeps you as the apple of his eye. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Sorry, 31. Jeremiah 31 verse 3. The Lord has appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Loving kindness. God's love for you is everlasting. Nothing can change it. There is nothing that will make God not love you anymore. Does that mean that I can sin and God will still uh, freely accept me? If you sin and you confess your sins, the Bible says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive. If you know you've messed up, the very right thing to do is, Father, I'm sorry, forgive me. Cleanse me once more with the blood. The blood cleanses you and you have right standing with your Father. Your Father will bless you with the things that belong to you in Jesus' name. The believer that walks in love chooses to live in the supernatural realm. The believer that walks in love chooses to live in the supernatural realm. Love is not, the love of God is not natural love. So it cannot be natural. The love of God does not behave naturally. It does not do things naturally. It does not respond naturally. How do I know the love of God does not respond naturally? Because it doesn't behave the way we will behave when we are treated wrongly. I'm not going to ask you what your reaction will be if somebody were to slap you. You know, that will help me know whether you know how to walk in love or not. <laughs> now that I'm going to ask you what your reaction will be if someone were to stand you down and tear you down from top and bottom with their lips. 
and you know you did not deserve that tearing down, I won't ask you what your reaction will be. But I can tell you what the reaction of God will be. God's reaction will be, I love you. God's reaction will be, what can I do to bless you? God's reaction will be, what can I do to impact your life in a positive dimension? Let's open our Bibles to Acts chapter 7 verse 58. There's someone there. The love of God is not natural love. It's not natural to forgive when you have been hurt. It's not natural to put behind you the evil or the painful acts of other people. But Stephen was a man that chose to do that. Stephen was a man that chose to do that even as he was dying. Acts 7.58, talking about Stephen, cast him out, they cast Stephen out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the young man's feet, whose name was Saul. That's Apostle Paul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And Stephen knelt down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. How many human beings do we have here this morning? How many of us can do what Stephen did? Uh, we said we are human beings. Okay, Is, was Stephen a human being? What makes Stephen different from us? He was a child of God. We are children of God. The Holy Spirit lived on his inside. The Holy Spirit lives on our inside. We are not talking about drastic measures like that. What if somebody were to step on your toes and do this? What will your reaction be? Some of you, your hands are very fast. <laughs> if you are not slapping the person, you grab the person and say, who do you think you are? What do you think you are doing? Who do you think? If some of you, they have not even done anything to you at the gate of the church, you now say this kind of church self, I'm ready to go back to another church and find somewhere to go. Love does not, the love of God does not respond naturally. But responds in spite of what people do, in spite of what people say. The love of God helps you to love another person and be nice to that person and forgive that person. Even when the person is not deserving of their forgiveness, of your forgiveness. That's why I said it's walking in a supernatural realm. And when you choose to walk in that supernatural realm, everything that belongs to you in the supernatural realm comes into the natural. Which means if you are trusting God for your finances, you are trusting God for healing, you are trusting God for something as simple as peace in your life or peace in your home, and you choose to walk in love, the love of God will cause your faith to work and you will get what you are trusting God for. Hallelujah. The love of God on your inside, because the Bible says God is love. The love of God on your inside causes the blessings of God to come your way. The love of God on your inside causes you to do things that you would naturally not be able to do. Why did the early church have a lot of miracles? Why did they have a lot of the supernatural working amongst them? Because they learned to forgive. How do I know they learned to forgive? Because they saw Apostle Paul every day. 
We just read that he was the one that they dropped Stephen's feet at his clothes. I mean, clothes at his feet when they were stoning Stephen. He was standing there. Stephen was not the only person that he gave permission to be killed. There were other people that he attacked. He knocked on doors. Yes, I know this person. Once he got information, yes, this person is due. This person is due. He did that to many people. Yet God visited him. God met him. He became a child of God. Now put yourself in that man's position. You, were, you, you have a family member that that man made sure his days were ended early because the person served God. And that man comes to your church and preaches. Eh, pastor invites guest speaker and the guest speaker happens to be apostle Paul. He comes to your church he ministers. Are you going to receive? And yet in the acts of the apostles there were miracles. Lots of miracles that if you choose to look at your Bible choose to spend time in the acts of the apostles you realize that there were things that happened there that even yourself you're like God how did this happen? The same Paul was ministering one day in a house. Somebody was sitting at the window. You read, you remember that? The person fell asleep because the message was very long. He fell down and he died. Apostle Paul, in the middle of his message, went outside, picked the person, brought the person back to life and continued preaching. You'll do miracles like that in Jesus' name. But you need to learn to walk in love. Because the church had to learn to love. They had to learn to forgive him. They had to learn to let go of the bitterness and the anger on their inside. The frustrations, the pains that they had felt when they looked at him. When they looked at him, instead of thinking of this is the man that, that killed daddy. Or this is the man that gave my uncle's address or my auntie's phone number. They now had to start saying, this is the man that God is going to use to bless me. When you learn to walk in love, when you learn to put aside your natural feelings, your natural desires, and walk in the supernatural, the supernatural will start to show up in your life in the name of Jesus. The supernatural will start to show up in your life. Supernatural is for me, like the, the widow who needed money. And the prophet said, what do you have in your house? I have oil. Go and get pots. Fill it with oil. For me, that's supernatural. Such miracles will start to happen in your lives in the name of Jesus. You have to choose to walk in love. Because faith works by love. It's very simple. Faith works by love. The Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must know that he is and he's a rewarder. God rewards your faith. But your faith needs to walk by love. How many of us, let me include myself so that you will not say I'm using you too much. How many people will go to a car dealer's, hmm? you buy brand new tear leather car, you pay 20 something million, you bring it out, you enter the car and you drive the car assuming you are, your, the dealership is in Kaduna North. And you are driving all the way home. By the time you've driven 15 minutes, the car stops. <laughs> Somebody said, hey. <laughs> After paying 25 million, the car stops. Most people immediately, they will carry their phone. Mr. Whatever your name is, come and carry your car. Then the person who sold the car, who knows how much fuel he put in the car, will say, okay, 
Where are you? Did you enter the filling station like I told you to enter? No, I'm carrying the car to go and show my mother, in the, I mean, to show my mother that I have bought tear leather car. I'm going to show her. But Oga, you know, say, if well, no demo to it, no carry you go anywhere. Love is the fuel to your faith. Without love, your faith will be stagnant. You're not moving anywhere. Without love, ordinary school fees will be a challenge to you. Without love, the peace in your home that you are looking for will not show up. Without love, the miracles you are trusting God for, the things you are praying and you are asking God to do for you, it's not going to show up. Because just like a car without fuel is not going anywhere, your faith is not going to move an inch. And it has nothing to do with how much you fast and pray. That's not the matter. It's not, it has nothing to do with how many prayer houses you visit. That is not the issue. The issue is, are you forgiving people that have hurt you? Are you being bitter towards people that have done one thing or another against you? Some of us, it's even our parents, parents that have died and gone long ago. You are holding them in mind because as far as you are concerned, they did not do well for you. They did not train you in school. They did not pay your school fees when you needed school fees paid. I remember a young woman I was ministering two years ago. That was her grudge. That in her father's house, the father trained only the men. And said women were not important enough to be trained. I had to minister to her and help her to forgive the father before she could make progress in any area of her life. The moment she let go of that, God was able to open doors for her. And she's doing very well. She owns a school. She's doing very well where she is now. Who are you holding in mind because you said the person did not do you well? Let that person go. Why? It's too expensive. It's too expensive to hold people in mind. It's too expensive. It's not worth your health. It's not worth the money, the times you're going to be looking for money and the money is not showing up. It's not worth it. Praise the Lord. It says faith works by love. Faith does not work by fasting. In fact, faith does not. Yes, confession is important. Let's open our Bibles to Mark eleven twenty two. Confession is important. It's very important we speak the word over our lives. But that same Mark eleven twenty two has a lot to say about walking in love. Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Saying is very important. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Then 25, he now puts an additional clause. And while you stand praying, he didn't say when you have received the, answer, the miracles by manifestation. He said, and when you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anybody. Have you read that before in your Bible? What have you done with it? 
you confess, you believe you received, but while you are doing that, if you have anything against anybody, forgive them so that your father in heaven will forgive you. When your father forgives you, your needs are met. When your father forgives you anything you want from him, you will have free access to. A step out of love is a step into the devil's territory. A step out of love is a step into sin. So make up your mind. Love is not a feeling. In the same way, forgiveness is not a feeling. It's a choice you make. Because before somebody will now say, mommy, but I don't feel like forgiving the person. I'm not saying you should feel like forgiving the person. I'm saying make up your mind to forgive that person. Make up your mind to let go of the person from your inside. Even next time, after that, next time you see the person, you, feel, you still feel somehow on your inside. All you do is, Father, I thank you because I've forgiven that brother. And you deliberately walk up to that brother and say, bro, how are you today? The more you do that, the stronger you find your faith growing. The more you do that, the easier you find it to trust God where your finances are coming. The more you do that, the easier it is to find, trust God where your healing is concerned. And the more you start to see God open doors of opportunities over your lives in the name of Jesus. But we have to choose to obey the word of God. We have to choose to do the word of God. We have to choose to make up our minds that if God is asking us to do something, it's important enough in his kingdom. You'll walk in the blessings that belong to you in the name of Jesus. When you stand praying, forgive, not after. So don't hold another person in mind at all. Don't hold another person in mind, no matter what they have done. If Stephen could forgive people, there's nothing anybody has done to you that you cannot forgive. Even if they swindled you of 10 million, you can forgive. No matter what they've done to you. The nature of God, we are partakers. Second Peter 1 4 says, we are partakers of the divine nature of God. Being a partaker of something means that what is natural of the divine nature means that what is natural to God becomes natural to you. It becomes natural to you. It becomes natural. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. The divine nature of God. The God of love that is on your inside helps you to walk in love on a daily basis. 2 Corinthians 5.14 says that we, at, we have the love of God that constrains us. We have the love of God on our inside. It constrains us. 2 Corinthians 5, 2 Corinthians. For the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. What does it mean when it says the love of Christ constrains us? The love of Christ acts as a hindering force. I've seen um, families... You know, I remember one of the times we traveled, we visited a family. They had five children. And um, they wanted everybody to go for a walk. So the five children were all different ages. So the mother used uh, the, this child, some, it's, called, it's a harness. It's something they actually attached to the child. 
the little ones. So that if they are going, they are allowed to go a certain length. After a while, they pull the child back. You can't go thus far and no more. It's just like having a dog on a leash, for instance. Let me use a dog. It's easier for us to understand. A dog on a leash, you're going for a walk with your dog on the leash. If your dog wants to go where you are not interested in dog going, you pull that leash back. You pull it and the dog comes back. He follows you. After a while, he sees something interesting. He runs after that interesting thing. You pull him back. Love acts that way for you as a child of God. If you allow love to speak to you on your inside, love will tell you not to insult somebody. Love will tell you not to gossip about somebody. Love will tell you not to keep malice when you're talking with somebody or when someone has done something to you. Love will act as a constraining force. And if you learn to listen to that love on a daily basis, your prayers get answered faster. Your prayers get answered faster. Not because you are God's favorite, but because you are a doer of the word. You'll be blessed as you do God's word in the name of Jesus. You will be blessed as you do God's word in Jesus' name. Staying full of God's love allows love to be the governing flow. Stay full of the love of God because it will allow love to be the governing flow of your life. Ephesians three seventeen to 19. Ephesians three seventeen to nineteen, and then Jude twenty twenty one. Ephesians three, the um, Pauline prayers, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Some translations, instead of saying being rooted and grounded in love, they say that you having your foundations in love. Your foundation in love. This is a huge building. There's a strong foundation underneath this building. Without the foundation, none of us will be seated here today. With a faulty foundation, the building will not last long. But without a foundation, the building will not even be there at all. So when God says love is the foundation of our life, it means everything is anchored on love. Love is important to God. Why? Because that is God's nature. God is love. And as we walk in love, we will walk in the best that belongs to us in the name of Jesus May be able to, verse 18, let me go back there. May be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, depth, and height of love. And to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. When you are filled with the fullness of God, love comes out of your mouth. Love comes out of your actions. Love comes out of your looks whenever you look at God. Whenever you look at other people. Because the fullness of God is love on your inside. The fullness of God protects you from the enemy. And to stay full of God, all the t- of love all the time, you need to learn to pray in tongues all the time. Jude 20, 21. We need to learn to pray in tongues. Sometimes when, when I talk with people, when I talk with them and they're talking to me, telling me they have anger issues, I tell them, learn to pray in tongues. If someone frustrates you, and he's saying something, and you feel like saying words that are not right, 
Just excuse yourself for a minute. Go and pray in tongues for two, three minutes. By the time you come back, the words you speak will be different from the words you intended to speak. But there has to be a choice. Am I choosing to walk in love or am I choosing to speak what I want to speak? But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God. If you pray in tongues more and you learn to allow the love of God constrain you, walking in love becomes an easy thing for you, a child of God. The Holy Spirit on your inside makes alive everything that is dead. If the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, that same spirit will bring to life everything that needs bringing to life. The spirit of love is on your inside. The spirit of love will bring health your way, to bring strength your way. It will bring peace your way in the name of Jesus. Thoughts of love translate into acts of love. Thoughts of love translate into acts of love. Which means that love does not give room to gossip. It doesn't give room to unforgiveness. Neither does it give room to bitterness. Let's learn to love. Let's learn to love. At every point in time, the love of God will keep you from fulfilling the works of the flesh. Amen? So it constrains you as a child of God. When you choose to allow God to lead you, it means love is what is leading you. Love, strife, let me put it this way, strife is expensive, like I said earlier on. You cannot afford it as a child of God. It's too expensive. There are some things, you go to the market, well, I pray that uh, everybody's like that. There are some women that go to the market, it is what they cannot afford that they will go and buy. They will pick and they will pay. (laughs) Love is not that kind of commodity, or strife, strife is not that kind of commodity. You cannot afford to buy strife. You cannot afford it because it's too expensive. Your health depends on it. Your walking in love affects how long you live. Your walking in love depends, affects how big your pocket becomes. Your walking in love affects everything about your life. But you have a choice to make. Am I going to walk in love or am I not going to walk in love? Am I going to obey the words of God or am I not going to obey the words of God? Where do you stand this morning? What, has, what have people done to you that you feel you cannot forgive them? The Bible talks about a root of bitterness growing up and affecting every area of our lives. Don't allow that root of bitterness to stay in you. Because a root of bitterness grows down, it will affect everything, everything. It's expensive. There was this testimony I read about the other day. And um, I was actually touched by that testimony. A man's child had health issues. There was a tumor that grew on the child's body. When he went to the hospital with the tumor, with the child, I mean, they looked at the tumor. They were able to locate it quite all right and all that. But there was no reason for that tumor to be in the child's body. The doctors, they they could not figure out the reason for that growth. 
So after trying back and forth, they decided to get rid of it surgically. So they did surgery and removed the growth. The father was like, thank God, my child is free from problems. Less than a year later, the same thing came up. The man went to the doctors, the same scenario. I think about three, four times. The fourth time, the man refused to go to the hospital. He went before God and said, God, what's going on? This child has done nothing wrong to deserve going to the hospital every day. You are a good father. You are a father that cares about his children. I've done everything I know to do, but this keeps coming up in my house. Father, what is going on? He said while he was praying, on his inside, he just heard a small whisper. Have you forgiven your father? He said instinctively, he just pushed it aside. I said, Abba, how can I forgive you, my father? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about more serious things, life and death. This child cannot be having health issues every day. And you're talking to me about forgiving my father. But the more he prayed, the more he realized that that was the only thing he was hearing. So he stopped his prayers. He sat down and went back down memory lane. He grew up in a home where the father had been mean to the children. We have all sorts of fathers. Fathers treat us the way they were treated by their fathers. So we should learn to forgive our parents if we were not happily brought up. Uh, you cannot give what you don't have. If your father did not have love growing up, your father will not give love when you are growing up. So that was what happened. He just sat down. He realized that he had not forgiven his father for so many things that the father had done. So he said, let me forgive my father so at this the Lord will stop harassing me over my father. So he knelt down. He forgave his father. He let go. By the time they went to the hospital, the tumor was not there. The tumor was not there. He said that ever since then, pastors, he made up his mind, nobody is big enough. Nobody is big enough to hold for him to hold in his mind. There's nothing anybody will do to him that will make him sleep with that person in his mind because he realized the importance of forgiveness. I want to ask you, my brothers and my sisters today, what has somebody done to you that you've made up your mind not to forgive that person? Some of us, it's even God we're angry at. God, you did not do this to me. You did not allow this to happen to me. God, why did you allow this to happen to me? Other people look at how things are going for them, but for me, you didn't do it this way. Learn to forgive. Forgive God, first of all, I beg. Because if you don't forgive God, how are you going to go to God and say, God, come and bless me? <laughs> but if you're holding anybody in mind, brothers, sisters, forgive that person. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. The pain you'll go through, the tears you'll shed, the fastings you'll do that are not necessary because you are not forgiving the person. Learn to forgive people. Make up your mind that even before somebody steps on your toes, you forgive them. 
If you learn to do that in the morning before somebody harasses me and forgiving the person, whoever it is, your day will be better and you'll find that your joy remains, your joy overflows on a daily basis and you'll find that going before your father becomes easy. Same way receiving from your father becomes easy. Love is a very important commodity. Your faith will only work as you walk in love. Learn to walk in love, child of God. Learn to follow God's words. Learn to obey God's words because God knows what's best for us. And he has all that will ever help us to live a godly life prepared. But we can only access them as we walk in love. Let's rise to our feet this morning. Love is the most important thing. We know 1 Corinthians 13. It says, now abided faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of all these three is love. The greatest is love. Faith abides, hope abides, love is there. Love is the greatest. Why? Because your faith will only work by love. Husbands and wives, make up your mind that you are not sleeping with uh, anger. You are not sleeping with bitterness. You are not sleeping with unforgiveness. Your husband... There's nothing they should do, sisters, brothers. There's nothing your wife should do that is so important that you make up your mind that you're not even talking to them for the next two days. You are looking for food. You call uh, Janet, please tell daddy that I'm hungry. I be tell mommy that I'm hungry. That will not work in your house in Jesus' name. <laughs> the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. You have the nature of God. You have the love of God on your inside. You can walk in love and you will walk in love because it benefits you more than the other person in the name of Jesus. Just take a minute and talk to your father. I want you to ask God, to, if there are areas, if there are people in your lives you have refused to forgive, just tell God, Father, I choose to forgive the person this morning. I don't care what the person has done. I don't care who the person is or where the person lives. Just tell yourself, Lord, I forgive this person. I let them go. Even if what they did was terrible, as long as you are alive, there is nothing that you cannot forgive. Father, I forgive this person. Father, I choose to forgive that person. Father, I choose to walk in love. I choose to, to speak the right words about this person. I speak words that will encourage the person, words that will strengthen the person. I refuse to speak negative words about anybody. Just talk to God this morning. If you have to forgive anybody, do that. Do that, do that, so that everything you're going to God for, God will be able to bless you with. Your health depends on how much you can walk in love. Love is supernatural. Your finances depends on how much you can walk in love. Your peace, peace of mind, peace in your home depends on how much you can walk in love. Father, we bless you. Father, we thank you. We thank you because your word is truth. Your word is yes and amen. I thank you, Father, because our faith will always work when we are walking in love. Therefore, Father, we come before you this morning. We ask your forgiveness for areas where we have missed it, areas where we are holding people in mind, Areas where we've refused to forgive before. Areas where we've been bitter against people. Lord, we release those people and we ask your forgiveness even upon our lives in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that the blood of Jesus will cleanse each and everyone that has chosen to forgive. 
and that blood will separate them from the paths of death and place them in the paths of righteousness, the paths of life in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you because healing is the bread of your children. I thank you because your people have taken the step into obedience. They've taken the step into the territory that belongs to you. And as they step into your territory, Father, I stand with them. And I come against every attack of the enemy against their health. If you need a touch in your body, just lay your hands on your body. I come against every attack of the enemy against their body. And I command you to lose your grip over them right now in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of infirmity, every spirit of death, every spirit from the pits of hell that says the people of God will not walk in divine healing and health, I come against you. And I command you to lose your grip in the name of Jesus. Father, I speak your strength and your health into their bodies. I thank you, Father, because your word has free access into their hearts, into their spirits. And that word will cause life to be multiplied even upon them in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you because financially it's expensive also. We've done our part, Father. We have forgiven. Lord, we are givers. We are tithers. I ask, Lord, that where your children's finances are concerned, you'll open doors of heaven, you'll open windows of heaven over their finances. And cause increase beyond their expectations to come their way in the name of Jesus. Father, I call forth a breakthrough in their finances in the name of Jesus. Everywhere that the enemy has tied their finances. Lord, I say from this time henceforth, there will be a freedom to prosper. A freedom to increase. A freedom to grow in the name of Jesus. I speak your peace over their hearts over their homes, over their lives. Lord, I speak your peace. And I thank you because your peace will surround them. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness upon our lives. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Thank you for listening to today's message. We know you have been blessed. You can reach us on the following platforms. On Facebook and Instagram as Restoration Ministries International. On Twitter, YouTube and Mixeller as RBCM Online. You can also visit our website on www.rbcmonline.org or you can visit us live as Restoration Clothes, Romy New Extension, Kaduna, Nigeria.